Tale of the Mask Maker Once there was a vast and mighty kingdom, the largest kingdom in all the known world. In this kingdom, there was a dressmaker who was known far and wide for his beautiful creations. The king and queen, all the dukes and duchesses, anyone who had enough gold to pay would line up for hours just to buy one of his original garments. But what no one knew was this. The famous dressmaker wasn't the one making the clothes. Deep in the cellar beneath the dressmaker's salon, with only a tiny window high in the wall for light, a man toiled day and night. He started each day before the sun rose, and he worked until long after it had set. He had very little money, earning only enough to feed his family. But he was very proud. He had a wonderful wife who helped him as much as she could, and two children who adored him. There was something to understand about this job at this particular dress shop. When the tailor was closing up each night, it was his task to put all the scraps of fine fabric that couldn't be used in the rubbish bin. He would take a heavy sack out each night as he locked the door. But instead of throwing the scraps away, he would take them home to his wife. Late into the night, they would sit together and talk and laugh and tell stories while sewing the scraps together into large pieces. These pieces would become blankets for the family and their neighbors, clothes for his children and the neighbors, and more. One day, without any sort of warning, a terrible sickness came over the kingdom. The king issued a decree that everyone was to do all they could to stop the sickness from spreading. Parties and balls were canceled, and the children could no longer go to school. Even the shops, at least the ones that stayed open so people of the realm could have food, would not permit anyone inside. This included the dressmaker's shop. What are we to do? The fancy dressmaker cried as he paced the floor of his empty salon, tearing at his hair. No one is buying gowns. I will be ruined if people do not buy my gowns. I have an idea, the meek little tailor said. What if we started to make masks so that people could venture out again? What? What is a mask? The dressmaker snapped. The tailor held one up. He showed the dressmaker the fine stitching and the different layers that would protect people from the sickness. He even demonstrated how to put it on over his ears. You fool, people won't be able to breathe in that. Besides, how will we know which people are beautiful and rich if we cannot see their faces? The dressmaker said with a sneer, waving his hand and brushing aside the tailor. But that didn't stop the tailor. At night, he and his wife sewed dozens upon dozens of the masks from the scraps of fabric they'd kept. They knocked on their neighbors' doors and ran away after leaving the parcels, all to keep others from becoming ill. The parcels contained masks that anyone could put on, along with a note. These are for you. Protect yourselves and keep yourselves safe. One day... A palace guard happened to look outside as a villager passed. He stared in wonder at the person who wore something strange around their face. 
You there, what is that you're wearing? He called out to the street below. It's a mask. If we wear them, we won't spread the sickness throughout the kingdom. The villager called back. Who told you such a thing? The guard cried back. The villager shrugged. I don't know. We thought it was the king since the note didn't have a name and the fabric is so beautiful. Bring me one of these masks. I must show it to the king at once. The guard called out again. The villager hurried home to obey, and the guard brought the mask to the king. The queen stared at it for a long time while her husband turned it over in his hands, looking at it this way and that. I know that fabric. I have a gown made of the same cloth, she said, finally remembering where she'd seen it before. So, you must know the dressmaker who made it. Bring them to me at once, the king ordered his advisors. Soon, the dressmaker stood trembling before the king, knowing quite well that he hadn't made that mask. Still, he would recognize his tailor's work anywhere. I must have these for the entire kingdom. Everyone shall have plenty of them so they can stop this terrible sickness, the king decreed. All the members of his council and his advisors and the entire court clapped loudly. As soon as he left the palace, the dressmaker crept through the streets, looking for the tiny house where his tailor lived. It took a long time, but he finally found the address. He knocked on the door and waited, noticing how everyone around him had one of these masks on. Who's there? A woman called through the closed door. It is I, the dressmaker who employs your husband. I must speak to him at once. Have you been feeling ill at any time? Had a fever, perhaps? Have you been staying home and keeping clear of people? She asked, refusing to open the door in case he had brought the sickness with him. Yes, I'm quite healthy. Where would I even go without any gowns to sell? He cried, fretting and rubbing his hands together. Fine, then. Put this on, she said, opening the window only a crack and slipping a mask through the opening. The dressmaker took it and turned it over, trying to figure out how to wear it. He finally slipped the loops over his ears and covered his nose and mouth with the beautiful fabric. He wrinkled his nose almost at once, hating the way the fabric felt up against his skin. He wanted to snatch it off, but he knew he needed to speak to the tailor, and this was the only way. You must report to work at once, the dressmaker ordered when the door opened. The king himself has decreed that everyone must wear masks until this sickness has passed. We are to supply the entire kingdom with plenty of these ridiculous-looking things. The tailor looked at his wife, who shook her head slightly. They had had many talks about how things would be different whenever he was able to return to work, and now was a good time to speak up. I will sew the masks the tailor said proudly, but not if you want to sell them. I will do it because it is the only way to help people. Don't be silly, 
The dressmaker replied angrily, The king has ordered everyone to wear them. I will make so much money now that they are required. <laughs> the tailor shook his head. I won't do it. These are not fancy gowns for wealthy duchesses to wear to a party. These are to help others, especially to people who cannot afford them. I will only work for you if the masks are given freely. But what of the fabric? It is expensive. I've saved enough fabric all these years for the entire kingdom to have masks, the tailor replied. Besides, my family wishes to help with the sewing and the delivery. Splendid. Now go to the shop at once and get to work. I'm going home, the dressmaker shouted, turning his back to go about his way. Not so fast, sir the tailor said, and the dressmaker stopped in his tracks. I said I will help you, but I am not doing all the work alone. You grew to become a famous dressmaker because once upon a time, you were very skilled with a needle and thread yourself. You must help us. <gasps> Me? Work like a hired tailor? The dressmaker demanded in shock, pressing a hand to his chest to stop his racing heart. Precisely, the wife said with a proud smile. And my husband will no longer be your employee. He will be your partner. He is the one who's been sewing for all these years. If you wish to fulfill the king's orders, then you will show him the respect he deserves after all this time. And what if I refuse? The dressmaker said, gasping at the very thought of this lowly tailor being his partner. Then we will open our own shop and tell the king the truth, she said, looking at him curiously. The dressmaker needed only a moment to consider it. Fine, you and I will be partners. So the tailor, his wife, his children, and the dressmaker set to work at once, crafting one mask after another in every size and color. The tailor was happy to be working again, and even happier he would have a wage he truly deserved. The children were happy to take some of their father's burden from him, and the dressmaker, after the tailor taught him how to make this simple pattern, he was happy to find out that he actually enjoyed sewing again. In time, the masks became the latest fashion, dukes and duchesses once more lining up, six feet apart, that is, to get the latest styles. People from all over the kingdom wore them to be safe and to show that they cared about their fellow villagers. In time, the sickness began to fade all thanks to the people who did all they could to protect themselves. As for the tailor, the dressmaker kept his word. When the parties and balls and celebrations began again, the tailor was a partner in the dressmaker's prestigious business. They began to make more and more clothes, things that people all over the kingdom needed and admired. The tailor known throughout history as the mask maker who'd saved them all, had never been more proud to live happily and for a long time ever after. The End
Thank you for listening to a Barely Bear production. <laughs>